Angie Coombs. The waterfall journey essential for travelers. How can I be sure? How can I be sure I hear from God? It's the big question that I hear time and time again. The truth is, we can know what God is saying to us. Indeed, we're going to explore why it is critical for his purposes that we do hear what is on the Father's heart. We have seen on our waterfall journey that our God needs us to know his voice so that he can heal us, train us, equip us and lead us into being effective workers in the kingdom. The church will one day be the battle-ready army of the Lord. To be this, an army must be trained and must have effective and well-understood communication or disaster will follow. The first thing to grasp is that the Holy Spirit is the one speaking to us, but he is not speaking his own words. He is relaying what Jesus wants us to hear and to know. The Holy Spirit resonates with our spirit, for in the waterfall we have a connection, but we still need to pick up the receiver. Then he can teach us, he will convey the commands of Jesus, and he will tell us what is to come. He will make known the heart of God. Jesus says that all that belongs to the Father is mine, and it is Jesus who will convey that to us through the Holy Spirit. The receiver is belief. So how do I pick the receiver up? How can I believe that God is really talking to me? It is by faith in looking at the model that Jesus gave us. He did the things the Father gave him to do. He said the words the Father gave him to say. How did he understand those things? The Holy Spirit spoke to his spirit. They came into his head and his heart. Not for a moment did Jesus doubt the connection or that they were not from the Father because he was abiding in the presence of the Father. So here is the second key, belief. If we know we're standing in the presence of the Father, we too can believe what comes into our head and our heart comes directly from the heart of God. We can do just the same as Jesus. We can know that because we choose to live in the waterfall, we have a living connection, spirit to spirit, with our Heavenly Father, and that what comes into our head and our heart comes from the very throne of God. Our part is then to obey. In the early days of my walk with the Lord, he taught me this in a dramatic and unforgettable way. I was just learning about the waterfall and about the importance of being in the Father's presence. My life was very pressured. My husband was dying. There were issues with my children. I was the breadwinner and was under threat of redundancy. I was very tired. I had already learned to do what came into my head and my heart and that God would get me through the day as I asked, what's next? He'd already shown me he is the God of the small things as well as the cosmic. 
One day, I went out to a chest freezer we had in an outhouse and discovered that the power had been off for some time. The smell when I lifted the lid was horrendous. I dropped the lid and leant against the wall and said to the Lord, I can't do this. And into my head came, go and get the hosepipe. As I'd learnt to obey, I did so. I went for the hosepipe and put it in the freezer. Then the startling thought, go and turn the tap on. As I walked towards the tap, I can remember thinking, what am I doing? This is just going to make matters worse. However, I had learned to obey. After a while, it came into my head, turn the tap off and go and collect a bottle of bleach. When I returned with the bleach, I found that the water just covered the contents in the freezer. The next instruction was to empty the bleach into the freezer. I did this, and then I was relieved when that was all I was to do. After three days, it into my head came, it's time for the freezer. I said, oh no, please, no! But it was time for the freezer. So going outside and lifting the lid, I suddenly found that the smell had disappeared, gone completely. All that was left was the sludge of the rotten food. It was an easy, if messy, process to clean it out. What I learned was that my God, who flings stars into space, cares about my stinky freezer, and that he can bring the creativity of the all-knowing God to bear on my problems. If he cares enough to help me with the stinky freezer, do you not think that he cares for those things that matter to you, that you care about? Remembering this occasion has helped me through many tough times, and I know from testimonies from others that it heartens them when they're facing difficult times to know that God wants to be involved. God wants to bring his creativity to bear on our lives. It is most amazing that God chooses to speak directly to us and understanding his story allows us to see that it was always his plan to be continually communicating with his children. Isn't that what an earthly father does? But to live in a family with children requires many different sorts of communication. An earthly father imparting love in the role of protector, provider and teacher to his children will use many different styles and use appropriate language depending on the age and understanding of the child. The relationship will be, be built on the sharing of thoughts and feelings, logistics, humour, experiences and knowledge. Even more so for our Heavenly Father he sees the big picture and the intimate needs. As we follow him, he will guide us, releasing our gifts, transforming us and maturing us. I can remember a vicar being quite put out when I said that I heard from God. He, like so many people, felt unworthy to be spoken to by the living God, not realizing that God needs to speak to us to fulfill his own plans. For me, there is a simple rule of thumb. 
If I choose to live my life in the waterfall, abiding in the presence of the Father, there is a circle of communication that Jesus explains. Jesus is making it clear that he is speaking the Father's heart and that when he is no longer on earth, his own words will be transmitted to us by the Holy Spirit. In chapter 16 of John, he says the Spirit of Truth will guide us into all truth and that he, the Holy Spirit, will not speak on his own. He will speak only what he hears and he will tell us what is to come. That makes us part of the complete circle, the Father to Jesus, to the Holy Spirit, to us. I would be rich if I had a penny for every time someone had said, how do you know it's God speaking? Well, we who understand the waterfall journey know the practical explanation for being sure of what God is saying to you. It is a matter of place where you position yourself to live your life. God's plan, evident in the first chapter of Genesis, was for his children to play a pivotal role in his story. We were created to work for him, our loving father in the family business. The rebellion of Adam and Eve meant that the road would be long and hard as the image of God in the human race was distorted by thirst, greed and the needs as ego took the place of the loving father as the source to sustain life. And significantly, Adam and Eve were put out of the place of connection, the presence of the Father. Mankind lost its connection, heart to heart, spirit to spirit, with the Father, as the self-interest took over. Through the Old Testament, only particular individuals could hear the Spirit of God, because they were special in his eyes and for his purposes. The coming of Jesus changed everything. He made the way open back to the place where we could again abide in the Father's presence. He opened the way for us by paying the debt of our sin. Now we could repent, turn from the burden of sin, come through the cross and into the waterfall of the Father's love. This was the place where Jesus lived when he was on earth. He abided in the presence of the Father. He was connected heart to heart and spirit to spirit with the Father, which is why he did what the Father gave him to do and said the words the Father gave him to say. Thus we have the pattern to know when God speaks to us. If I choose to live in the waterfall, I'm abiding in the presence of the Father, in the flow of love from his heart, and connected to him by the Holy Spirit who speaks into my spirit. I have the receiver to hear God and it is belief. A thought arrives in my mind, I reflect it back to God, there is a resonance in my spirit, I obey and watch what my creative God will do. When I started, it was very clear what I was being asked. God spoke loudly enough for me to hear. Some of the tasks needed boldness and seemed strange, but as I obeyed, 
I was amazed at what my God would do. He built my faith to believe it was him and that he would be involved in the outcome. I learned to know his voice and he gave me Matthew 10 verse 27 which says, What I tell you in the dark, speak in the daylight. What is whispered in your ear, proclaim from the roofs. So I did. The whispers had the same certainty as I believed they were from God because of where I stood and because of the resonance in my spirit. Hearing God is real. Try it. Stand in the waterfall and believe and obey. God will not let you miss and will build unique ways for you to know the certainty of his voice so that you can act for him. In the next episode, we will again explore some further features of hearing from God.